Welcome to Time to Pray on Wednesday the 22nd of April. You, Lord, are in this place. Your presence fills it. Your presence is peace. You, Lord, are in my heart. Your presence fills it. Your presence is peace. You, Lord, are in my mind. Your presence fills it. Your presence is peace. You, Lord, are in my life. Your presence fills it. Your presence is peace. Today we're going to read 1 Peter verses 3 to 6. Um, a dense and packed little passage uh, worthy of even St. Paul. But 1 Peter chapter 1. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In all this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. And from Tom Wright's For Everyone translation. May God be blessed, God the Father of our Lord Jesus the Messiah. His mercy is abundant, and so he has become our Father in a second birth into a living hope through the resurrection from the dead of Jesus the Messiah. This has brought us into an incorruptible inheritance, which nothing can stain or diminish. At the moment it is kept safe for you in the heavens, while you are being kept safe by God's power through faith, for a rescue that is all ready and waiting to be revealed in the final time. That is why you celebrate. Yes, it may well be necessary for a while you may have to suffer trials and tests of all sorts. Read through the passage in front of you again. Try and find the main thing that this is saying to you. What is God's word saying to you this morning, this afternoon or this evening?
key phrase in this passage uh, that I think of whenever I read it is living hope. No one's really quite sure what living hope is other than it's something that's uh, vital. Um, rather than dead, it's effective, it's worth having, it brings life uh, rather than empty. And I think that's important because often I think people talk about hope in ways that we could use the word wish for. Uh, I hope my team will win the cup. It's like I will win. I hope my, my team, I wish my team would win the cup. There's no way of knowing whether it's going to happen or not. But when the Bible talks about hope, it's always rooted in two things, I suppose. And if one was preaching, I think you would call it something about competence and something about character. Something about competence is that God is able to do this. And something about character is God will do this. And we, we see this in this passage here. The living hope is through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Against all the natural expectations of every person who's lived, Jesus rose again. God can do this. And then the character thing is God will do this for others out of his great mercy. Uh, so there's something there about competence and character that means our hope is not wishful thinking. And that's important. Um, I, I stopped the reading before it went on a little bit further, but any reading of 1 Peter says these people were suffering. These people were going through hard times. As we, as a nation and a church, are now. And in that situation, we need a living hope. Not an empty dream or wishful thinking. We need to know that there is something ahead. Uh, Bishop Sarah, when she was on uh, BBC uh, Radio London News this week, three times used uh, the phrase, the best is yet to come. I don't know if she was had thought that she was going to use this phrase or if she got into a loop about it, I don't know. But she used this phrase, the best is yet to come, as saying, whatever is here now is not everything. There is more to come. I don't know. I don't know if you know or she knew that these are the words written on Frank Sinatra's tomb uh, from one of the songs he used to sing. But that's something about we're suffering now, but the best is yet to come. But uh, Peter here puts it in a different metaphor um, in terms of it's a bankable inheritance. Um, I have no idea, and I really don't have any idea, what is in my mother's will. Uh, I imagine that she's left something to me and to my brother, and maybe to others, or I, I have no idea. Uh, that's not much of a, uh, the inheritance in this sense. Do you remember the story of the prodigal son? The prodigal son knew that he had an inheritance, and he said, I want to cash my chips in now. That's the sense in which this inheritance is sure and certain. Uh, our names are kind of declared in God's will already. And there is something substantial that cannot be rocked or changed away or washed away by the stock market 
comings and goings or our health or our ill health. That is in the future invested, rock solid, secure, safe in the stronghold and our name is on it. That is the inheritance uh, that is shielded by God's power and it will not perish, spoil or fade. Hope rests on what God can do and what God will do because of his character. And in particular, we're assured that the best is yet to come. And the best is absolutely safeguarded by God's keeping. Father, we have lived generally a good life. But we know that this life is not all that there is. There is more to living than we are seeing around us. Help us in the times of our trials to remember that the best is yet to come and that that best is kept safe in your keeping. Amen. Let's pray together. Thank you, dear Jesus, for all you have given me, for all you have taken away from me, for all that you have left me. Amen.